sponsored by JMR Rentals, professional digital cinema and broadcast rentals in Brooklyn, New York. To find out more, visit their website, jmrny.com. Hello and welcome to No Rest for the Weekend, where we go behind the scenes and talk to the creators of independent entertainment. I'm Jason Godby, and joining me via Zoom today, he is the founder and CEO of Sterable.com, and he was the first guest ever on the program, making his triumphant return to the podcast, Mr. Ajay Kishore. All right, welcome, Ajay. Nice to be here. Welcome back, my friend. It's been a while. It's, it really is. It's crazy to think. Two years. Uh, you were the first first guest ever on the first show ever. And, uh, you know, the show's changed a lot since then. I know you guys have made some updates. It's terrible. Um, we want to get right into it because I know you don't have a lot of time. But uh, for those who don't know, just give me a little bit of background on Sterable and kind of what you guys do. Yeah, for sure. So we started out really as a, as a platform for web series creators really focusing on how to give them tools around growing and monetizing their online audience. And over time realized that one of the things that was really missing in the web series world was the opportunity to connect these amazingly talented digital creators with mainstream industry. So getting the conversations they need to, you know, take that next step in their career, that, that path that broad city high maintenance and secure all took, <coughs> excuse me, and so really landed on the idea of, of using a festival to connect those Indian mainstream worlds. And so over the past year, past three years, I've really built it up into one of the main um, indie TV and web series festivals in the country. You guys have a new fest coming up uh, shortly here. Um, you had, I know that you've done this as year three, I believe that we're into. Uh, I've been there uh, for year one and year two, and they've been growing steadily. Uh, so it, you know, it kind of sucks that we got hit with a pandemic, right? You know, when everybody was on a roll, but you know, it's, you guys are a virtual platform. You deal with, you know, series in the virtual world. So it's kind of appropriate that you can go digital uh, for this time around. So uh, give me a little bit like, um, what are you guys doing this year? Um, like, how is it different? What are you guys doing for creators? And, and what can audiences expect who want to, uh, you know, catch it online? Traditionally, the festival has been a, a two and a half day physical event, always been in New York City. Um, and what we've done is really build a, um, a pretty jam-packed schedule of screenings and workshops and panels, social events, um, all around celebrating the creativity that's going on in the web series and indie TV world, but also creating opportunities for creators to learn how to be more effective in their careers and thinking about how to evolve and be more effective at their craft. And so what we've tried to do is really translate that experience into a virtual festival. So this year it's going to be spread out over a, a longer period. It'll be five days, October 14 to 18. And, you know, we know that people don't want to sit at their computer for eight to 10 hours a day. We're already doing that so much for our day jobs and things like that, right? And so it's going to be a little bit more um, spread out, the programming. So 
a handful of panels, a handful of workshops, the screenings that you can screen at any time, right? Really leveraging the fact that people can make the most of their, their day um, as we're all kind of quarantining at home. But then thinking about like, how do we create live conversations? So talkbacks around the screenings, those are live experiences. Conversations, the panel conversations, offering opportunities for you know, people that are attending the festival virtually to still ask questions of the, of the panelists, giving them the opportunity to really talk to people that are at the highest echelons of the industry and getting that sort of you know, organic um, conversation. There's something very magical about um, a physical festival and, and obviously you know, there's, there's no getting around that, but we are also trying to think about what are the best ways to leverage the fact that this is virtual. So you know, thinking through like, how do we make this more digestible for folks that are otherwise gonna be um, at their jobs? How are we going to make this accessible to a bigger audience? So dropping ticket prices, broadening it beyond just folks that are able to make it for a week, uh, a weekend in New York City during the summer to think about it as more of like a global event, right? And so I think, I think it's gonna be a, a really fun and, and um, interesting experience to put this together this year. That's great. I, you know, in the past couple of years, when I thought um, Sterable was really a very creator focused fest, it was very industry focused. So I like that you guys are kind of broadening the reach and, and hopefully getting some more fans uh, you know, involved that wanna see this kind of new indie content because you know, ultimately creators need eyeballs on their work. You know, and it's great to have like, uh, and maybe get some feedback on that work from fans or get, you know, get some, you know, get some positive uh, buzz going around whatever their project is. Uh, you guys have been great in terms of always having great industry panels and things like that. Uh, tell me about some, like, cause I know you have some panels planned. Like, can you tell me about some of the panel lineups and, and what you got in store for creators this year? Yeah, for sure. So we're doing some conversations on the online comedy landscape and how that's really evolved over the last couple of years, bringing in people that used to run Comedy Central, that run some of the biggest um, comedy studios in the, in the country, that are YouTubers with several million subscribers to talk about their experience and, and, and allow that to be a learning opportunity for um, the creator audience. We're doing conversations around narrative storytelling as activism and how, you know, art and storytelling can really influence how we perceive institutions and society and, and the ways in which we can like counteract how that's had a relatively pernicious effect on, you know, what's going on day to day in, in 2020, what we're seeing constantly. So bringing in um, Shannon Lee, who's the daughter of Bruce Lee, the executive producer of uh, Warrior on Cinemax, um, along with some other pretty amazing guests. Uh, a conversation on the future of representation. A lot of creators want to understand, like, how do I get a manager? How do I get an agent? So bringing in some um, leading agents from UTA, some um, of the heads of digital at um, some major management companies to talk about, like, where they see that industry going, how they recruit their clients, how they, how they, where they think there are opportunities for like talent to be discovered. One of the things we always try and do is like bring in partners that, you know, have tools and hardware for digital creators and let them use that as an educational opportunity, right? Like everyone's going to be editing video. 
So what are the tools that you need in order to like be more effective and efficient at that? So bringing in sponsored partners that, you know, can really like offer classes um, so that you can be really, really efficient in, in the next show that you create. And then the rest is, is, is really around, you know, that the, the stuff that uh, festivals are all about. It's, it's the screenings, it's the talkbacks, it's the social events that um, we're going to try and um, put together in a, in a virtual first way. Given that this is a virtual fest and given that, you know, people unfortunately can't shake hands and, you know, pass business cards and stuff like that. What, what can like creators really take away from this and, and how, how can they kind of connect with each other? I know you talked about having, being able to have like side conversations. Uh, is it, is there a way for, I, cause I know that every year you've had like a pitch competition. Uh, are you going to be doing that again this year? Um, yeah. So pitch competition is always, one of my favorite events it's like a really fun opportunity to see so we run a submissions uh process and then we choose finalists and they pitch they get 90 seconds apiece to pitch live to a panel of industry judges um and then we crown a winner and so um we're gonna be doing that same exact thing this year uh it's always i think like a real learning experience to see how other people approach that pitching thing it's it's something that everyone has to do in their day to day, but um, everyone has a very distinct um, way of, of doing it and everyone I think can get better. So I always feel like I uh, learn something from it as, as I watch it. So we're hundred percent gonna be doing that. Um, and then, yeah, so we are using a platform called Shindig to host the festival this year. And the reason that we really standardized on that is because you know, we didn't want this to be a, a sort of passive festival where you're just consuming, sitting and consuming video, right? There are a lot of like um, really fun interactions that happen while you're standing in line for coffee or waiting to grab a drink at the happy hour or as you're leaving the, the building and you bump into someone else because you're both trying to figure out where to go get lunch, right? And so we want to be able to recreate those sorts of um, natural interactions. And so what Shindig allows you to do is kind of tap the person sitting next to you on the shoulder in a virtual way and have a video chat with them. And maybe it's about your individual projects. Maybe it's about the panel that you're sitting virtually about to watch. Maybe it's about something else, but it allows you to, you know, recreate that sort of like campus summer camp type atmosphere that is such an amazing part of the festival. Um, when we help hold it physically. I think that's going to be a big, that things like that are the, I think the biggest challenge for these virtual fests. Cause you know, I've been a part of some and I I've had several people on the show talk about them. Uh, you might be the first one to kind of talk about using this type of platform to connect people, uh, which is, let's face it. That's why you go to festivals. You know um, it's nice to see you work on a big screen, but ultimately you want to make, you know, connections and meet a producer, meet an agent or somebody like that. Um, do you feel like going forward, because the future is so uncertain, do you feel like th that even if fests do come back in a physical way, that we're still going to need a virtual aspect? Like, is this enhancing the experience somehow? Like, is, there a, is this a silver lining, is, in other words, to, to some of the stuff? I think that's a great question. I, I, I do think that there's a silver lining in that, you know, it's, it's, certainly, it's certainly hard for people to carve out the time and deal with the expense to travel to New York City and attend a festival. Our tickets have always been super affordable, but at the same time, you still need to buy a plane ticket, you still need to get a hotel, 
you still need to um, you know do all the rest. And so opening the doors to everything that happens at a festival to the people that otherwise wouldn't be able to attend for so many different reasons, I think is really meaningful and valuable. And so I, I think the path forward is something that is probably more of a hybrid approach where you still want to have that sort of, if anything, I think this year has taught us to really value the opportunity to get, to, get together and have physical conversations face-to-face, -face, be able to shake someone's hand, clink glasses, you know, like clap in a, in a screening room. But um, I think there's also an opportunity to, to broaden out the reach and, and think about, okay, well, we've spent a year putting together like really strong panels and conversations and screening blocks. Like how do we make sure that this is getting in front of a, a, the, the audience that can really benefit from it, right? And so um, I think that's, that's probably how future versions of this look. Probably a virtue where a lot more things, if they, even if they are in person or live streamed, uh, I know that you guys did some of that the first year you were in business. Um, and then, you know, maybe make it available for people who are on the steerable platform, uh, you know, sign in with this and at a discounted rate or, you know, things like that. I, you know, one thing, this whole thing, uh, like you're absolutely right. It has made us uh, wistful and nostalgic for personal interaction. Uh, but it's also made us very creative and very resourceful, you know, yes. be because we, we've had to come up with all of these problem solving type solutions for things that, you know, we maybe never thought of before. Like, yeah, sometimes it's hard to get a ticket and, you know, get on a plane and, and, and go to a festival, but then it's like, you don't have a choice. You know, what are we all going to do? Um, so, you know, hopefully part of talks like this that I'm having with different festival uh, creators will help people who are doing festivals kind of get ideas. And, and uh, you know, like you're talking about this platform, I was not familiar with it. So maybe that'll help somebody else with their festival. Um, in terms of like um, going forward with, you know, the evolution of, of Sterable and the Fest, um, because by the time this airs, it'll be too late for people to, uh, all the submissions are in. But um, what, would, what advice would you have for people? Because you've seen a lot of web series at this point after three years of doing this. Um, what advice would you give creators going forward if they want to work in digital series? The piece of advice that, that I, I really truly believe in is, you know, you want to make the thing that is very specific to you, the story that you feel like you more than anyone else have the right to tell, right? And so I think that sometimes, and we, we all, I think, fall into this trap. We want to make something that's very easily digestible, right? Broad city for X, high maintenance for Y. But I think what I would encourage everyone to take a step back and say is more about, well, before Broad City, there was not a show on television about two young millennial women who were focused on female friendship, sex positive, trying to figure out their careers. And that's the beauty of that show is that you had not seen that perspective before, right? So what, are, what is your perspective that in a similar sort of way is going to like have been the first time people see that, right? 
So that, that I think is, I wish there were an easier answer, but I think that that's, that's the reality of it is like, you really want for folks to, I think, dig deep and, and tell the thing that's really meaningful to them, not shoehorn it into what they think the industry is like trying to buy. Because I think that that kind of waters down what eventually gets produced. Also, the industry often doesn't know what it's trying to buy until they see it, you know. Um, so maybe, you know, if, the, if there are a way to boil down that statement, it would be like the more kind of personal, the more original. Because, you know, people yeah. want to see original stuff. That's what I hear all the time. Oh, we just want good stories. We just want original stories. Well, you know, it's really hard to determine what's good and what's original. Like, so you have to have something that you really believe in if you're going to put the effort into making a pilot or something like that. But, you know, maybe the key to that originality is make it unique to you, you know, is what you're saying. Um, for uh, this festival, um, do you think that, what do you expect kind of, what do you expect people to kind of walk away from it? Is there like, a, is there a theme or is there a, a kind of a mission for it? I think the theme continues to be the same that it is every year. It's, it's really about celebrating, celebrating the creativity that's coming out of this community and elevating these voices that are, you know, um, deserving of, of so much uh, attention and recognition. Um, something that's always been core to the company and the festival is this idea of underrepresentation and, and how we can help elevate, you know, communities that are otherwise not um, getting their fair share of um, opportunities within the industry. And so whether that's, you know, women filmmakers, the LGBT plus community, people of color, um, that list goes on. Like, you know, it's really about how do we, how do we help celebrate? How do we help get them the conversations that they need? How do we help this broader, greater community have the tools um, and the resources that they need so that, you know, they can, they can create this art and put it out into the world. Fantastic. And uh, for those who want to buy tickets or want to know more about Starable, where can they find you guys on the web? Yeah, for sure. So Starable Fest tickets, uh, easiest place to go to festival.starable.com. Um, our main platform, starable.com. And uh, we're all over social and everywhere else. All right. I know you got a heart out, so I'm going to let you go. But Ajay, great having you back. Uh, anytime you guys want to do something, uh, let me know. We'll have you back on the show. And we'll see if we can also cover the fest this year uh, as best we can. But uh, it was great having you back, man. It's great to see you. Same. Same. Glad to hear things are going well. Congratulations on um, you know two years of the, of the podcast. It's amazing. Um, two years be- over 100 episodes, man, since you've been here. But you, you, you were the guy who started it all. So we, I owe you a lot. Thanks so much. Stay safe. I you too, to my you. friend. Thank you so much. I'm going to let you go. But um, good luck with the festival. And hopefully we'll see you soon. Perfect. And that's all the time we have for you today. Thanks so much for taking this trip down the rabbit hole. For more of our content, including our movie reviews, visit our website, noresttheweekendpodcast.com. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. I'd like to thank JMR Rentals for sponsoring this episode. And of course, I want to thank Ajay Kishore for being my guest today. And for Behind the Rabbit Productions, I'm Jason Godby. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.